Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. So we mix it up, mix it up. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. It's so easy to make a dream an idol, whether it's dead or alive. It's so easy to make the dream our true God. Does that make sense? And this is such a warning. Look to God the whole way through it, because you will be tested. Wherever you are in this process, you will be tested. It was in obedience, like I, I, I looked through the Bible in preparation for this. It's the, it's the rule and not the exception that when people are called to follow God and they step out in obedience, it looked like everything is going wrong. As Pastor Robert and Elizabeth warn us in today's message, when our dreams take precedence over God's will, that's idolatry. We can expect failure as long as our eyes are on accomplishing things in our own power. When we surrender ourselves to His dreams, we'll start to see great things done in and through us. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part six of their message, Living God's Dream. He acted on it, and God showed him that not everybody was going to go with him. Not every, some of them were going to be really annoyed by it, frightened, afraid, unwilling to go to battle. And God actually reduced Gideon's army from 32,000 down to 300. And he told him why. If I let you go against the Midianites, and the Bible tells us, we'll read it in just a second, that they were innumerable. It was just too many to, to even count. But he said, if I let you go up against them with 32,000 men, Israel will try to take the glory for it. Israel will say, that's just how good we are. So I'm going to shrink it down to the point that there's no question and I'll get the glory. God always demands the glory. He's before all things. He must be before all things in our lives. He kept His promise to Gideon. He gave Gideon and the men of Israel an impossible victory. And He didn't do it the way that they expected that He would do it. That's the thing. I mean, now we've cast the dream. You're hopefully in touch with some kind of where your dream fits into this, don't get hung up on how it's going to happen. What usually happens is that at some point we, we're like, okay, I know somewhat what the dream is, and then we start dictating our strategy to God or praying our strategy. So God, for this to happen, we need A, B, and we give Him the plan, which we're not called to do. We're called to believe Him and keep our eyes on Him, but it's His idea. Like with Gideon, it was nobody said, Lord, please shrink our army down from 32,000 to 300. He doesn't work like we think He will. And, and it's both good, I mean, it's, it's only good, but it means that if you're in the middle of something and it looks like God can't possibly 
rescue the situation or revive the dream that I think is dead because obviously it's dead. It's not true. You have to get unstuck. We have to get unstuck from the methodology of God and just completely take our hands off and then keep our eyes on Him throughout it. That's going to be the challenge for every dream. In uh, Psalm 34, verse 5, it says, those who look to Him are radiant, not those who look at their dream and obsess about it. Whether the dream is an old dream that died and you think, now I can't trust God, or the dream is a new dream that's phenomenal, it's so easy to make a dream an idol, whether it's dead or alive. It's so easy to make the dream our true God. Does that make sense? And this is such a warning. Look to God the whole way through it, because you will be tested. Wherever you are in this process, you will be tested. It was in obedience, like I, I, I looked through the Bible in preparation for this, it's the, it's the rule and not the exception. That when people are called to follow God and they step out in obedience, it looked like everything is going wrong. It was after Moses took the kid, he finally had the Israelites with him on the way out of Egypt that Pharaoh changes his mind and charges after them and there's a Red Sea in front of them that they cannot pass. And there's all the military armor of the strongest nation that they know of coming after them. And most of us know the story. Moses lifts out his arm, the sea path parts, and the Israelites walks through, and then it swallows the pursuers after them. That's a miracle. But that, didn't, that faith didn't last but like five minutes, and then they're in the next thing. And then they, in, at God's command, they're led to a place where there's no water. And not only is everybody, including Moses, thirsty, really, really thirsty, they're also ready to stone Moses, and they want to go back. And that was in obedience that that happened. It's more the rule than the exception. It was after Jesus had told Peter, you are, you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the, and the gates of hell cannot stand against it. And next thing, Peter is denying him. It's, it's, it's the rule that we will be tested on this dream, which is why the dream can't be the goal. The dream can't even be, it cannot be our God. It's an issue of obedience. The reason God allows this is that we have to, we have to know who we love more. The, it's faith that makes us pursue him. It's, it's, so, it's so schizophrenic in a way, like the whole Christian life. Because I commit myself to this dream, I will hold it in open hands. Because it's your dream and it's you I love. I don't love the dream. I don't demand the dream. I keep my eyes on you. 1 Peter 1.7, that the genuineness of our faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, and it will be, we will all be tested by fire, may be found to the praise and honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. This dream that began when God dreamed of his church collectively and dreamed the individual when he knitted us together in our mother's womb. This dream from him is only successful when our eyes are on him and not the dream. Does that make sense? It will be tested because what, what it's made of is eternal. And so all this self-glorification has to be burned off so that he's glorified and so that it draws others to him and not to us. As long as we always remember that he doesn't, he doesn't need us to do any of this stuff. We're going we're gonna to see, you know, as we go continue in our studies of the book of Revelation, that there are a couple of times when he actually sends an angel to just fly around the planet, proclaim his message. And 
He could, he could do whatever he wants. He could reach the beach without us. Why, why has he called us together in this place at this time? Well, he has a big reason, and then he has lots of little specific reasons. Right? Every single one of us has a part to play. And in every single one of us, there's fruit to be produced through the process, through the struggle, through the testings that come, through, the, through all these things. And so again, we come back to the question, what's your dream? Where does it fit in? What is he doing? How, why has he brought us here together? Why has he brought you here in this season? What, what prayers should you be praying? What steps should you be taking as we work together? You know, as long as we all keep our eyes on Him and, and remember who it is, whose dream we're pursuing, He's the one that has to fulfill it too, you know. At the end of the day, He's the one that has to do the work. He's the one who has to bring the fruit. He's the one who has to change people's lives. And it's, it's amazing grace that He lets us participate in the dream that he has? So the dream that began in the heart of God, it ends in the city of God. It really is, like people say, the dash between births, but it's, it's between eternity past, he created us in his image, and eternity future, we're bringing these dreams into the new Jerusalem. It, that's how Revelation ends, and that's how we're going to end tonight in Revelation 21 verses 23 to 26, it says that the new Jerusalem, the, the lady saw this last week, and I believe God is really impressing on us. It is a motivation that you will, we will soon populate the new Jerusalem with our dreams. So it says, the city had no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The lamp is its light, and the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gate shall not be shut at, at day, and there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. The glory and the honor we bring into it is our faithfulness, living our dreams. It literally is what, the way we give him glory now, it goes into the new Jerusalem, it decorates it. It begins in his heart, and it ends in his city. It is, it is forever. It is not just this small little life we think we're living. It is forever. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. 
We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.